Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. I appreciate you guys being with us. And before we get started in this short session, I just need to say thank you. Uh, one of our listeners sent me a screenshot this week that just kind of shocked me where this podcast was, I think, number, I want to say 19 in sales and marketing top-rated podcasts on all of iTunes, and they sent me a screenshot. I actually have an article written regarding that that I hope you'll take a look at. It's at mlmhelp.com, mlmhelp.com forward slash top, T-O-P, podcast, top podcast. And uh, again, appreciation beyond words i mean it was really shocking and i sincerely appreciate you guys and and more than you ever know and it was kind of fascinating to me because you know there was not another uh niche network marketing podcast in the top 35 or i think even in the top 50 uh, which tells me that there's people outside the profession of network marketing that are listening to this and hopefully getting value. So, again, I extremely, extremely appreciate it. This week we're going to talk about too busy to build – too busy building your business to build a business. Too busy building your business to build your business. Over the last couple of years, the number of requests that have come into our office, people want specific consulting time on a specific topic has increased drastically. As some of you know, some of you that listen to this podcast every week, we've done consulting and training with uh, over the phone. Uh, many of you have called in and requested and as you know, before I will accept anybody for any type of one-on-one time over the phone, I want to make sure that that they're they're ready, that we can provide value, that we can really give them some insights that will push their business forward without question. And before anybody is accepted, they must first go through the confessions program, which as many of you know, we recently added eight or ten hours to that program. It's at mlmconfessions.com, and we ask people that are requesting consulting time uh, to please go through that program first because I don't want somebody spending $5,000 for three hours when they could spend 297 and get their questions answered wherever they are right now with the confessions program. So that's why we do it that way. Most people don't need consulting. They need a course. And 
you know, that that's the truth of the matter. So without question, the two topics that we have spent the most amount of time with uh, really um, for many, many years since we started offering one-on-one consulting training, number one is how do I systemize my my flow? How do I systemize my business? Uh, how do I systemize, you know, the five core fundamentals? How do I systemize my launch? How do I systemize my customer acquisition system? How do I systemize my retail or the retail recruit customer acquisition system? How do I systemize my two step recruiting process and so on and so forth? And here's the resources that we have available through our company and how do I put this together in a system that we can teach and unify our team with and duplicate throughout our team. And that's by far the number one question that I get. And it's probably the thing that I talk about the most, especially on this podcast is the fact that systems are duplicatable. Personality is not, and that real leaders don't develop followings. They develop other leaders and the only way to develop teams of people is through systems that can be unified and duplicated. And again, I've talked about that on many, many episodes. But the number two thing that I get is people that will tell me the conversation will usually go like uh, somebody from the office will call me and said, look, they want to do consultation with you. They want three hours. They And I'll ask, have they gone through the confessions? They say, yes, they've gone through the confessions. And then from that point, when we get on the phone, I say, so what do they need help with? And it's usually um, time management related, like, they're, they want to get control of their time. They want to, they don't have enough time to build their business. They're spending too much time on the phone with their team members. They're, they're trying to figure out how to do what they need to do to add those three to five new people a month so they can control their destiny. They usually have several hundred, maybe even several thousand people on their, or in their organization. They're usually doing okay financially, and they just need help refining their day-to-day method of operation. And when we get on the phone for the first time, it's just like uh, I'm trying to get a snapshot, a picture of who they are, where they are, how we can help them the most, just kind of getting to know each other. Uh, that session can last 15 minutes. It could last two hours. And it's just connection. And usually the conversation goes something like, well, I've been involved in network marketing nine years. I've been involved in network marketing. The last one was, was 21 years. I've had some success. Uh, I'm doing well now. I've got 700 people on on my team, uh, but I'm just overwhelmed on a daily basis. And I've heard you talking about if you can consistently recruit three to five people every single month, 
that you can control your destiny in this industry. And I'm having so much, I'm spending so much of my day communicating with my team and I don't have time to do what I need to do. So the first thing I like to ask people is, well, you're having success. What is success? And it's fascinating to me and there's no right or wrong answer, but different people define success differently. Some people say, well, you know, I I went over, I went over $6,000, but now it's starting to back up a little bit. Last month it was 3,900 and it's because I don't have the opportunity to do what I need to do. So for some people, six seven thousand dollars a month is success some people say well you know we're adding 55 people a month to our organization on average or whatever it may be and so so whatever success might be and it's just kind of fascinating because what people's definition of success is and and they say well you know my challenge is right now is is every day I'm spending a lot of time on the phone. I'm uh, making sure I do my YouTube update to my team, my Facebook update to my team. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I just don't have time to follow up on the leads that I, like I should be, that I'm not, my, my personal recruiting is suffering. Uh, my income is dropping and I'm just not sure what to do about it. And and that's kind of the same I hear I've heard the same story multiple times. And and again, sometimes people uh, you know, they they made 311,000 last year, then the next year they made 247 and this year they're not going to break six figures. I mean, I hear it from all dimensions. So, I say all that to say this, I think the the sooner you wrap your mind around this, the, the sooner you can move forward. There's a lot of really good, talented people that are just stuck. They're stuck. Too soon management is a sticking point for some people. Too soon management you can lead a thousand, but you can't carry three on your back. And what happens a lot of times is people, things start moving forward and people start calling and I need you to call me back. And as Jim Rohn said, time management is the best kept secret of the rich. Time management. So my hope is when I run across people like this and people call me for consulting, um, I want to share with you what I would share with them because I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast and they just feel stuck. They feel like they, they know what to do, but they can't do it because they're too busy trying to cater to and manage their team. And it's just overwhelming because their phone's ringing all the time and 
it just kind of is what it is. Those of you that some of you listening are in the middle of this. Some of you have experienced this in the past. And those of you that aren't yet, aren't there yet. My hope is by sharing this basic system that it'll give you a couple of paradigm shifts and you'll be able to deal with this and really more than anything prevent this from happening. Here's what you need to do. It's going to require some work. But this is exactly what I would tell people to do. I mean, some of you listening have done this. My first question would be, what hours and when do you work your business? And a lot of people say, well, pretty much, Dale, I work my business every day from 9 to 9 as needed, and I take breaks, and I do this, and I do that, but I'm pretty much available 9 to 9, or, you know, I'm working 9 to 9. And some people will, they'll work till noon, then I cut it off. And it's different. I mean, when we were building, we, we were pretty much there 24 seven, 24 seven. I mean, I can remember laying in bed at night and getting off the phone with one of our leaders at two o'clock in the morning and I would hang, reach up, hang the phone up on our headboard and it would ring again. And my wife would say, Oh gosh, cause they knew that that was the time they could always reach me if I was in town. And so I've done a lot wrong. That's what I'm trying to communicate over the years. I mean, we had a red phone literally in our office, and the only people that had that number were the 50 to 60 people on our team that had reached the top position in the company's compensation plan. Those were the only people that had it. And they knew they could call that number. And normally it would be picked up by a staff member immediately. If not, they would get a call back within 30 minutes from during normal business hours, nine to five. And the problem was that they all called my house and they knew that they could call me that I was a night owl and up and don't didn't sleep well and they could call me at one o'clock twelve o'clock three o'clock you know whatever and I would answer so don't be accessible don't be that accessible ever 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 have set business hours when you take calls, when you don't take calls, when you do business, when you don't do business, and make sure that's communicated through your organization. That's number one. I did not do that. And, and it, you know, there's a lot of things that I would change over the years. Most I wouldn't, but that is definitely one thing that I would change. But here's the system. If you want to get control of this. Let me give you one other tip before we actually get into the system. The other tip is understanding what you're doing. There's so many people 
that we've talked to and somebody called them and they spent 20 minutes on the phone with them and this person had fear following up with prospects or fear picking up the telephone and my question was okay you spent 20 minutes trying to help them there yes have you ever talked to them about that before and that's oh yes yeah I talk to them they'll at least once a month about th- this fear I mean they've had this fear that they were with me in three other companies and they it was they had the same fear there there I mean literally guys literally I've had these conversations with smart intelligent people so you're telling me that they've been with you in four companies over the last nine years and in every single one you've spent time with them trying to help them overcome their fear of the phone absolutely Dale okay so just stop guys everybody listening through this podcast just stop take a breath and you say well that Dale that's ridiculous and my experience has shown that you're probably doing the same thing. Maybe it's not somebody trying to get past their fear of the phone, but it could be other areas that they're trying to get through and get around and get over. I call these areas hurdles. Hurdles. Talked a lot about hurdles over the years. Now, here's the system. If you want to get control of your day, plan your day. You know, everybody's heard, uh, plan your work and work your plan. You, as leaders, you never stop recruiting until you're ready to, and I don't want to say retire, but I will say, phase out or until you're done and when I say done I don't mean you're not going to the conferences and you're not communicating with your leaders leaders communicating with leaders but you're done you never stop recruiting till you're done so if you never stop recruiting till you're done and the big trap is too soon management where you don't have time to continue to recruit so you can control your destiny by recruiting three to five new people a month, then what do I do, Dale? So here's here's the system. I would ask you, what hours do you work? Well, Dale, right now, you know, we shut it down at, Nine o'clock. We shut it down at five o'clock. You know, whatever your situation is, it doesn't matter. And if you're actively building, I'm going to assume that you're spending at least three hours a day within your business and on your business with at least three hours a day. Some, but let's just say it's 10, 10 hours a day. Then I would ask what three hour or, or when are you working? 
the most focused, the most diligent, when consuming the most amount of your time, energy, and effort. And here's the bottom line. Are you working? How many days a week do you work? So let's say that you work six days a week, 10 hours a day. So I got to figure out how many hours on average are you working a day? How many days a week? And then here's what I want you to do for the next week. And let's, and, and let's start this. If I'm talking on the phone, I would say, let's, can you start this tomorrow? So let's say tomorrow's Tuesday. For the next seven days, I want you to get a pocket, little tiny spiral notebook. You know, the one that was fit in a shirt pocket. Because I want you to have this with you in your purse, in your back pocket uh, for the next seven days. And here's what I want you to do. And, and you have to do it the way I'm going to share this with you. Do not say, oh, I'm following up with Dale on next Wednesday. So let me go in and doctor this up and try to remember what I did. It, it has to be done the way I'm going to communicate with you or you're not going to get the full benefit. So. Here's what I want you to do. You can go to Dollar Tree, go to the dollar store, get find a little spiral notebook. Can you do that before tomorrow? No, I can't do it. When can you do it? I can do it on Tuesday. All right, then we'll start Wednesday. But whenever you have to have this little spiral notebook, pocket size. And then what I want you to do is choose three hours, a three-hour time period every day. Like if we're going to start on Tuesday, then do one, three hours in the morning. Maybe it's from 9 to 12. And then on Wednesday, I want you to take from 12 to 3. And then on Thursday, I want you to take 3 to 6 and so on and so forth, depending on what your normal business time looks like. In other words, over the next seven days, if you're working from nine to nine, then I want to cover all those 12 hours and three hour segments. Does that make sense? So on Wednesday, we would do nine to 12. Th- uh, Thursday, we would do 12 to three, then three to six, and then six to nine. Now we have your normal nine to nine is covered at least in one day. Say, so, well, Dale, what do I do after I've covered all those? Then Choose another three hours for Friday, Saturday, whatever. And here's what you do. We're going to cover Wednesday 9 to 12. Every 20 minutes. Hear what I'm getting ready to share with you. Every 20 minutes from 9 to 12. So at 9.20, 9 40, 10 o'clock, 1020, 1040, 11 o'clock, 1120, 1140, noon. So every hour will have three 20-minute segments. So from 9 to 12, you'll have nine segments. At 920, you pull out your spiral notebook and you write... What do we say? Wednesday, Wednesday, nine to nine twenty. And 
you can shorthand this because all I need you to do is be able to communicate it back to yourself. But you take two or three minutes, and what have I done in the last 20 minutes? Uh, I had two phone calls, and if and if you had two phone calls, who were they with? What did you talk about? Okay, then from nine. 20 to 940 at 940 you pull out your notebook what have you done in the last 20 minutes well i've answered seven emails from whoever they were from i've replied to two texts okay and then what did you do from 940 to 10 o'clock uh, i did my daily facebook message to my team or whatever it is whatever you do write it down in as much detail as possible every 20 minutes for a week. And we will fo- we'll have a follow-up call in a week. So those of you listening to the podcast, if you will do this for yourself, because see, here's, here's what happens is we think that what we're doing is moving our business forward until it's not. Until it's not. You know, when you get to 6000 as the example I gave earlier, and, and your income's dropped to 3900 there's a reason for that. And normally the reason is because... Too soon management, and you're not focused on your personal three to five new people every month so you can control your own destiny. And then what we will do is we will get on the phone, and this session usually takes at least an hour, but we start going through and looking at it. Who did you talk to? What did you talk to them about? Well, it was it was Sherry Dale, and I talked to her about, you know, she's just having a lot of problems, a lot of fear picking up the phone. And then I will say what I talked about earlier. Have you ever talked to her about that before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, she's been with me in four different companies and been afraid to pick up the phone every single time. And how much time do you think you've talked to her trying to help her through this? And the person I was talking to said, Dale, I've spent at least 10 hours. Are you guys hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is just one example, but I will tell you with most people that we work with, there's at least a dozen examples like this. Or they'll get an e- they'll get a text from somebody that joined th- two days ago, and they want to know where their product is. And my my first thought is, why do they have your phone number? Because I tell everybody the comment, and it's like you cannot progress and grow. If you are allowing people that are probably never going to do the business to disrupt your day all day long, every day, it's not going to happen.
So you have to respect your time and put your time into those things that will move your business forward. And it's like, did you enroll this person? No, Dale, I didn't enroll them. Then why are they contacting you instead of their sponsor? Or, or why aren't they sending an email to support? And the bottom line is if they, if they joined two days ago and they're worried about where their product is, I, I personally, personally, my feeling is I would say, you know what? It's probably best when you get that product to turn around and send it right back and resign because somebody with that world revolves around me at that level mentality is not ever going to build this business because the world revolves around them. So this whole business is about becoming a talent talent scout and identifying who you can work with, who you can't, who has a basic foundation to progress and move forward and who doesn't. And the number one mistake made by good people in this profession is they spend way too much time with the wrong people and not enough time with the right people. And what I have found, I've said that, I've talked to people about this, uh, and and when I say it, whether through a podcast or one-on-one, and I talk about it, this is one of those areas that is extremely hard for people to accept. Well, Dale, I'm not spending, I'm not, I don't waste any time until they work through this seven day, 20 minute, a 20 minute an hour system until they actually get the spiral notebook and write it down. They don't understand. And let me warn you here and say this to you. See, some of you right now listening to this podcast, here's what you're going to say. You're going to say, Dale, you're right. I, that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, I got it. And you will not follow through on the exercise. Let me highly suggest that you get the spiral notebook and follow through on the exercise. And then there's one last, one last idea, concept that I want to share with you. And this is so important, guys, as it relates to this topic. So important. And, and again, let's go back to our example of the, of the, person who had spent 10 hours in the last four years talking with this person on the exact same subject. We'll use that as an example, but you know, you guys have your own examples. I'm sure you've already thought about. Here's the concept. If you say it, if you say it, they doubt it. If someone else says it, they believe it. I have no idea why that's the case. It just is what it is. It was a Bible verse about being a prophet in your own hometown. I don't know if it's familiarity. I really don't know what it is. See, I understand that there's a great number of people that listen to this, to this podcast, some which have been listening to our training and the information that we've put out on YouTube for, you know, years and years and years. 
and you've heard the same consistent message over and over. However, it's hard for you to act on that which you hear because, oh, yeah, I've heard Dale talk about that before. Here's the reality, guys. Hearing and understanding does not mean that you're taking the information, using it, applying it, and producing results. Knowledge, understanding without action leads to self-delusion. And there's a lot of delusional, educated people within this profession. Again, we have the academics and the action takers, which I've talked about recently. So here's, here's, here's the, the concept. Here's the idea. Again, it's understanding this universal principle. If you say it, they doubt it. If somebody else says it, they believe it especially if the, the more familiar they are with you. You know, I've heard it said an expert is someone with a briefcase who's out of town, who's in another town. <laughs> it just is what it is, guys. And, and again, we have to learn to work with the way it is and try not to fight it. And, and while being honest, ethical, truthful, and value focused with everybody that we're dealing with, you know, it's easy to tell people what they want to hear. That's not what we're talking about here. The industry's full of that already. If they say it, if you say it, they doubt it. If somebody else says it, they believe it. Now, as a leader, someone is in front of a hurdle, and there's multiple hurdles. Um... But we'll use call reluctance because that's pretty common. And somebody says, well, Dale, this is, this is the fear I'm having. I say, okay, do you realize for you to move forward in this business, that's a fear that you have to bring within your comfort zone? Do you, do you, do you, Believe that and understand that and realize that. And most people will say yes, but in reality they think, oh, well, I can, I can still do this and I can do that and I can go over here and do this and I can do that and, and I can make up for it in other areas. Well, maybe with some things that may be true, but with the ability to feel comfortable on the phone is not one of those things. Call reluctance. And again, we could be talking about time management. We could be talking about multiple, multiple hurdles that people find themselves in. And again, when I talk about hurdles, uh, those of you that are familiar with my the road to $10,000 a month in network marketing, that training, you cannot hit a hurdle until after you have launched. Most people, most people never launch their business. So when I'm talking about hurdles... And again, I'm talking to leaders on this podcast. So when I'm talking about hurdles, I'm talking about somebody's launched their business. They've had their beginning spurt. They hit their slump. They came out of their slump. Now they're running, and they run until they hit a hurdle. And whatever that hurdle is, as a leader, if you personally have got past that, it's easy to identify it. It's easy to understand it, but if you haven't come past through that or over that or around that or busted that hurdle down yourself personally, 
then the natural human nature, the tendency is to just try to motivate them over, just try to say, you know, it's no big deal. You can do this, you know, you know, motivate. And that will last for a short period of time. But the root cause of the fear or the hurdle has not changed. And you've heard me say many times, this business is built between your ears. It's built between your ears. So, you have to really try to figure out, you know, what's the real, what's really going on here. And I remember in, in the early days, I had major call reluctance. And I read three or four different books on it. And, and see, here's, here's my, here's, here's what I sincerely believe as leaders, real leaders develop other leaders, not followers. So when, as leaders, we have to care enough about people to really, what is really holding them back? What is the real issue here? What's the, and normally it's some kind of fear or self-limiting belief, normally. And you say, well, Dale, you know, I've never had a problem picking up the phone. Well, I, I, I respect that. I understand that. And, but if you've never gone through that yourself and you're going to have people, because see, here's the thing. All the hurdles are pretty predictable. I mean, I've got an audio program here that's full of audio cassette and the whole thing's called Overcoming Hurdles. And it, and on the back cover, it just lists like the 70 most common hurdles. And then what we did is we said, if, if somebody on your team runs into this hurdle, which is the 70 most common over the fear of the phone was one, that we had an audio that we would give, give them this audio, give them audio number 27. I mean, really, we've, we've refined it to that level on our path here which some people think it's ridiculous and that's fine <laughs> so if someone is is contacts you and they're having trouble with the phone then there should be a one or two books that you can recommend third party tools it could be a book it could be a podcast episode. It could be like we have a program called Overcoming Call Reluctance. It's it. What is it? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know the website. Uh, www. I think it's phone dash fear dot com or something like that. Over. I, I really don't know. Uh, but we have a whole program that uh, DVD and CD that that we did in a live event a few years ago where we just did this training. This is how I personally overcame call reluctance. Uh, there's some good books in the market on that. And you can tell them, I want you to go order this book. I want you to listen to this podcast episode. I want you to go to Dale's site and order whatever that, that is. You know, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. But my point is, as a leader, you have to have third-party arrows in your quiver. Uh, you're going to have people on your team that have a major problem with their part-time, and they have a problem with time, man time management. We have a free training on this. Uh, 
time management for network marketers. It's it's if you go to MLMHelp.com and do a search, I think it's actually in the drop down at the time of this recording on time management. It's it's good, solid information for part time people that are just getting started. You say, well, Dale, you're talking about time management now. Well, I'm really not. I'm talking about I, I, I am, but I'm talking to people that are. Most of you that listen to this consistently are full time. You know, you're making a, 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 an income that you can live on. You know, you're really focused on the things that we talk about and see time management for you and managing your daily operations is different than it is with a person that's just, uh, getting their business off the ground and getting their business launched. It's two different, you know, time management. It's not, it's, it's one is a round hole and one's a square hole. Okay. It's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, you obviously, uh, got past the initial time management issues that all of us usually have. And that's really how, what we talk about in that particular a webinar that you, uh, that you can access. It's free. So for you as leaders, if you continue over the next four years to talk with the same person uh, about how to do X or how to do Y, and you end up spending 10 hours of your most valuable asset with the same person covering the same topic, uh, you cannot afford, you'll never maximize your upside potential if that's your daily mode of operation. It's not about hand-holding. And the question I'd like for you to think about, and then we're going to end this up, is if you do this, why do you do it? If you do, why do you? And say, well, Dale, I, I just care so much about these people. Mm. Jim Rohn said you have to you have to love people enough to tell them what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. I don't care how much you love somebody, you cannot allow them to steal from you your most valuable asset. So the approach is understand the hurdle, look in your quiver, and give them a few arrows a book, a podcast episode, an audio program, have them consume it, listen to it, and then talk to you about it. And do they think that the book has provided the solution that they're looking for? And I I will tell you, with almost every hurdle, it can be, I know it can be overcome, but you have to take a real strategic approach to helping people overcome their hurdles. If you don't, four years from now, they'll be right back sitting in front of the same hurdle that they were in front of four years earlier. I hope this is making sense, guys. I hope this is making sense. Now, I've kind of went all the way around the barn in this issue, because, in this session, because I'm talking about leadership controlling your daily uh, activities and being able to focus 
on, yes, helping people come down the road because it's not just about getting them in. It's about keeping them in and helping them move forward. That's the reality. Get them in, keep them in, help them move forward. That's how you, that's, that's what real leadership does. Real leadership doesn't get them in. Leadership helps them get in, stay in and move forward, guys. And again, my focus in this podcast has been on many of you out there. Great people spending a lot of time, but you're stuck. You're stagnant. Uh, and some even maybe going backwards in income. And look, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You cannot allow yourself to get in a situation where you're too busy building your business to build your business. This is Dale Calvert. I hope this session helped you. Again, thank you. Thank you so much for your support of this podcast, the feedback. Go check out that article at momhelptoppodcast.com. And if you want to leave a comment there or on this uh, review of this particular episode, again, all of your comments, feedback is greatly appreciated because uh, it, it helps me. It helps me get a pulse and gives me insight on what I can share that hopefully will provide you value that will help you move your business forward. Uh, Have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you next week on another session of the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence.